Hello everyone, Marilyn Hughes of the Out of Body Travel Foundation, another episode here of Tales of the Mendicant Preachers. We're going to talk about some fragments from the Apocalypse of St. Paul. All of the apostles wrote apocalypses. They're included in the apocryphal New Testament. Um, this one is translated by M.R. James. Um, they also all wrote their own books of Acts. There's a lot of very interesting things in these apocryphal texts, but we're just going to focus on this one. Before I go into uh, this little fragment that I'm going to share, and it's a fragment because there's it's a very large book, but I wanted to share with you this little tidbit of how the Apocalypse of St. Paul was hidden and then discovered. And the angel who was with me led me forth and said unto me, Lo, unto thee is given this mystery and revelation. As thou pleasest, make it known unto the sons of men. And I, Paul, returned unto myself, and I knew all that I had seen. And in life I had not rest that I might reveal this mystery, but I wrote it and deposited it under the ground and the foundations of the house of a certain faithful man with whom I used to be in Tarsus, a city of Cilicia. And when I was released from this life of time and stood before my Lord, thus said he unto me, Paul, have we shown all these things unto thee that thou shouldst deposit them under the foundations of a house? Then send and disclose concerning this revelation that men may read it and turn to the way of truth, that they also may not come to these bitter torments. And thus was this revelation discovered. Then follows the history of the finding, which in the other text is prefixed to the book. But this conclusion can hardly be the original one. The Coptic seems in part better. After the words rain upon the earth, it continues. The sufferings which each endureth for God's sake will God requite unto him twofold. Blessed art thou, Paul, and blessed are the heathen who shall believe through thee. And whilst he was speaking, Enoch, here Enoch replaces Elisha, also came and saluted me and said unto me, The man who endureth suffering for God's sake, God will not afflict when he goeth out of the world. And so what ended up happening was an angel came and showed the person who was living in that house that they needed to dig up under the floor. And that's how they found this apocalypse of Paul. And as the Lord says that they may not come to these bitter torments, this apocalypse goes through the heavens and the hells explaining what is the fate of each of us according to our deeds? But here, we are going to begin with some of what he saw regarding what is reserved for the blessed. When therefore he had ceased speaking unto me, I saw another coming from afar off, very beautiful in the face and smiling, and his angels singing hymns. And I said unto the angel that was with me, 
hath then every one of the righteous an angel for his fellow? And he saith to me, every one of the saints hath his own, that standeth by him and singeth hymns, and the one departeth not from the other. And I said, who is this Lord? And he said, this is Job. And he drew near and greeted me and said, Brother Paul, thou hast great praise with God and men. Now I am Job, which suffered much for the season of 30 years by the issue of a plague. And in the beginning, the blains that came forth of my body were as grains of wheat. But on the third day, they became like an ass's foot, and the worms that fell from them were four fingers long. And thrice the devil appeared unto me and saith to me, Speak a word against the Lord and die. But I said unto him, If thus be the will of God that I continue in the plague all the time of my life until I die, I will not rest from blessing the Lord God. And I shall receive the greater reward, for I know that the sufferings of this world are not compared with the refreshment that is thereafter. Wherefore, blessed art thou, Paul, and blessed is the people which hath believed by thy means. While he yet spake, there came another crying out from afar off and saying, Blessed art thou, Paul, and blessed am I that I have seen thee, the beloved of the Lord. And I asked the angel, Who is this Lord? And he answered and said unto me, This is Noah of the days of the flood. And straightway we greeted one another, and he, rejoicing greatly, said unto me, Thou art, Paul, the best beloved of God. And I asked him, Who art thou? And he said, I am Noah, that was in the days of the flood. But I say unto thee, Paul, that I spent a hundred years making the ark, not putting off the coat which I wore, and I shaved not the hair of mine head. Furthermore, I kept continence, not coming near mine own wife, and in those hundred years, the hair of mine head grew not in greatness, neither was my raiment soiled. And I besought men at that time, saying, Repent, for a flood of waters cometh upon you. But they mocked me and derided my words. And again they said unto me, This is the time of them that would play and sin as much as they will, that have leave to fornicate not a little. For God looketh not on these things, neither knoweth what is done of us men. And moreover, there is no flood of waters coming upon this world. And they ceased not from their sins until God blotted out all flesh that had the breath of life in it. But know thou that God loveth one righteous man more than all the world of the wicked. Therefore, blessed art thou, O Paul, and blessed is the people that hath believed by thy means." And I turned myself and saw other righteous ones coming from afar off. And I asked the angel, who are these, Lord? And he answered me, these are Elias and Eliseus. And they greeted me and I said unto them, who are ye? And one of them answered and said, I am Elias, the prophet of God. I am Elias that prayed. And because of my word, the heaven reigned not for three years and six months because of the iniquities of men. Righteous and true is God who doeth the will of his servants. For oftentimes the angels besought the Lord for rain, and he said, Be patient until my servant Elias pray and entreat for this, and I will send rain upon the earth. <clears throat> and he gave not until I called upon him again. Then he gave unto them, But blessed art thou, O Paul, 
that thy generation and those that thou teachest are the sons of the kingdom. And know thou, O Paul, that every man who believes through thee hath a great blessing, and a blessing is reserved for him. Then he departed from me. And the angel who was with me led me forth and said unto me, Lo, unto thee is given this mystery and revelation. As thou pleasest, make it known unto the sons of men. Before in the text, he encounters Lot, who says, I entertained angels in mine house as strangers, and when they of the city would have done them violence, I offered them my two daughters, virgins, that had never known man, and gave them to them, saying, Use them as ye will, only do no ill unto these men, for therefore have they entered under the roof of mine house. Therefore ought we to have confidence and know that whatsoever any man hath done, God recompenseth him manifold more when he cometh unto him. Blessed art thou, Paul, and blessed is the generation which hath believed by thy word. Before this, he speaks to Esaias, whose head Manasseh cut with a saw of wood, and Jeremiah, who was stoned by the children of Israel and slain. And the third, I am Ezekiel, whom the children of Israel dragged by the feet over the stones until in the mountain until they scattered my brains abroad. And all of us endured these labors, desiring to save the children of Israel. And I say unto thee that after the toils which they laid upon me, I would cast myself down upon my face before the Lord, praying for them and bowing my knees unto the second hour of the Lord's day, even until Michael came and raised me up from the earth. Blessed art thou, Paul, and blessed is the people that hath believed through thee. And in the beginning... He saw three men coming from afar, very beautiful after the appearance of Christ. Who are these? They are the fathers of the people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hail Paul, dearly beloved of God and men. Blessed is he that endureth violence for the Lord's sake. And Abraham answered me and said, this is my son Isaac and Jacob, my best beloved. And we knew the Lord and followed him. Blessed are all they that have believed thy word that they may inherit the kingdom of God by labor and self-sacrifice, renunciation and sanctification and humility and charity and meekness and right faith in the Lord. And we also had devotion unto the Lord whom thou preachest, covenanting that we will come unto every soul of them that believe in him and minister unto him as fathers minister unto their sons. And earlier on, you know, there is an entire section that goes through a great deal of the chastisements of hell. But there is this beautiful description of the heavens as well, which I'm going to share. And I saw in the midst of the city an altar exceeding high. There was one standing by the altar whose visage shone like the sun. And he held in his hands a psaltery and a harp and sang praises saying, Alleluia. 
and his voice filled all the city. And when all that were upon the towers and the gates heard him, they answered, Alleluia, so that the foundations of the city were shaken. And I asked the angel and said, Who is this Lord that is of so great might? That you can guess, right? The angel said unto me, This is David. This is the city of Jerusalem. And when Christ, the King of eternity, shall come in the fullness, confidence, freedom of his kingdom, he shall again go before him to sing praises. And all the righteous together shall sing praises, answering, Alleluia. And I said, Lord, how is it that David, only above the rest of the saints, maketh the beginning of singing praises? And the angel answered and said unto me, When Christ, the Son of God, sitteth on the right hand of his father, this David shall sing praises before him in the seventh heaven. And as it is done in the heavens, so likewise is it below. For without David, it is not lawful to enter or offer a sacrifice unto God. But it must needs be that David sing praises at the hour of the offering of the body and blood of Christ. As it is performed in heaven, so also is it upon earth. And of course, speaking there, the liturgy of the hours, the Psalms of David are the pivotal foundational texts of the prayer of the church, the prayer of the seven hours of the day. And I said unto the angel, Lord, what is Alleluia? And the angel answered and said unto me, Thou dost examine and inquire of all things. And he said unto me, Alleluia is spoken in the Hebrew, that is the speech of God and of the angels. Now the interpretation of Alleluia is this, Tekel kat marith makah thebel manamatha. And I said, Lord, what is that? And the angel answered and said unto me, this is Tekel kat marith makah. Let us bless him all together. I asked the angel and said, Lord, do all they that say, Alleluia, bless God? And the angel answered and said unto me, so it is. And again, if any sing Alleluia, and they that are present sing not with him, they commit sin in that they sing not with him. And I said, Lord, Doth a man likewise sin if he be doting or very aged? The angel answered and said unto me, Not so, but he that is able and singeth not with him, know ye that such a one is a despiser of the word, for it would be proud and unworthy that he should not bless the Lord God his creator. So we go back in this one to the simple directive of what does Alleluia mean? Let us bless him all together. See you next time. Tales of the Mendicant Preachers. <laughs>